Well, Michigan got a bit of a scare today at Maryland, but the Wolverines win their 1,000th W in school history. The Iowa Hawkeyes clinch the West, and Northwestern is going bowling. How about that? It's a huge day. We're at halftime, of course, in Nebraska and Wisconsin as well, as uh, Nebraska missed that field goal right at the end of the half. We'll catch you up on the entire day in the Big Ten, give you my opinion on it as well. We'll uh, take yours as well on all the comments, live comments here live on YouTube. That's all coming up right here as Lockdown Big Ten is live right now. You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Lockdown Big Ten. I am Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day when we do this throughout the week. Of course, live, a special edition here on Saturday. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash lockdown college and use the code lockdown college for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars daily fantasy sports made easy so maryland they went toe-to-toe with michigan they really did uh, we'll talk about that and the rest of the league and we'll take our first peek ahead because as we turn the page it is rivalry week the best week in the month of november be sure to subscribe down below especially if you're new to us right here hit us up subscribe and follow lockdown big 10 for free wherever you get your podcast that way you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day like i said we do this monday through friday but on the weekends we like to jump in here with some live reaction to everything that is going on and nebraska uh, we'll start off with them at wisconsin you know, Wisconsin's had some problems. They've been injured. There's been some team grumblings this week. People aren't happy there. And Nebraska starts out with a 14-0 lead. Their third starting quarterback of the season, Chubba Purdy, of course, yes, in case you missed the story, he is Brock Purdy, the head, uh, the starting quarterback of the 49ers. This is his brother. He gets to start. He's been healthy. And, frankly, he looks as good as anybody all season long. Had that 55-yard touchdown run. Didn't know he had that kind of speed. I don't think Wisconsin did either. Followed up with a 58-yard touchdown pass to Jalen Lloyd to make it 14 to nothing. But then you got to give Tanner Mordecai and Wisconsin a little bit of credit. Uh, Tanner Mordecai, I was a little worried about him at the beginning of the game. He's like four weeks after surgery on a broken hand. That first pass he threw looked like there was no grip on the ball. But uh, he was able to lead this team. Uh, Jackson Aker had that nice 26-yard touchdown pass, and then they get a field goal under four minutes to go to make it 14-10. to 10. So maybe something, the crowd there at Camp Randall will have something to root for in the second half. By the way, both teams with five wins, that means both teams need one more win, either today or next week, to become bowl eligible. So that's what's on the table with this game here. Meanwhile, let's get into it a little bit. What a day. Um, Michigan, you know the story. They go into Maryland. They're without Jim Harbaugh because he's suspended. He was with the team and then stayed at the hotel just like last time. And Michigan wins 31-24, to but it was a battle the entire game, or at least the second half it was. Michigan started to pull out in the first half, but then Maryland got back in it, and they were within a score, and they had the ball many times in the second half. But Michigan holds on. They get their 1,000th win. First team in college football to get 1,000 wins. 
and they remained undefeated. They are now 11-0 heading into next weekend's showdown against Ohio State. But, you know, this is the first time all season that Michigan had been scored on in the third quarter. They had shut everybody out in the third quarter all season long. And the 24 points that Maryland put up on them, by far the most points they have given up all season long. So um, there were some problems that this wasn't a typical, usual Michigan game. Although I did point out many times in our Lockdown Big Ten podcast throughout the week that if you're Maryland and you have to play Michigan, you want them in that sweet spot right in between the road game they had at Penn State and looking ahead to next week's game against Ohio State. Just put them in there and Maryland made the most of it. They really did. At the end, Blake Corm had two touchdowns, but you know his best play was that last fourth and two run where he got like two yards and an inch to seal the game for the Wolverines. I thought that was his best play of the day and because uh, it looked like he might have been stopped, but they kept the legs moving in second effort and got got it uh, got the first down and they get the win. Uh, Mike uh, Sandristrel, two interception day. He's always an exciting player to watch on defense. And the Wolverines, you know, they notched not one but two safeties in this game, including uh, there was that uh, controversial uh, intentional grounding, Talia tonga Boyola in the end zone. If you do intentional grounding in the end zone, it's a safety. And I thought it was the right call. I mean, that ball didn't get within 9, 10 yards of the receiver, and I thought he was unloading it. Michigan also scored on a, a picked-up fumble in that ball game. So defensive score. So think about it. Uh, defensive touchdown and a couple of safeties. Um, that's 11 points if my math is good. That, they don't win the ball game without those two plays. Think or three plays. Think about it. Also, the defense held Maryland to just 15 net yards rushing on the day. So Michigan did do Michigan things. It wasn't like they were totally off kilter today. And they got banged up a little bit. Now, this would concern me if you're a Wolverines fan moving forward. Um, Roman Wilson got rocked hard, had to lead the game. He's their leading receiver. And offensive lineman Miles Hinton, he had to leave the game, although he did walk off on his own. They need those guys next week against Ohio State. The Wolverines, I thought, also dodged a bullet in this ball game because the officials went back and looked at the video on Mason Graham and his hit on Talia Tungabaola. He did get a roughing the passer call for a penalty, but then they went and reviewed it to see if there was targeting. They decided it wasn't targeting. Had it been targeting, he would have had to sit out the first half of the Ohio State game as his punishment next week. So Michigan got lucky there. And an interesting observation on J.J. McCarthy. He threw zero passes, as you know, in the second half last week uh, against Penn State. And this week was just 12 of 23 on the day in an interception. I don't know if it was by choice. I don't know if something's wrong, but uh, maybe they're holding it in case he needs to sling it next week. Didn't want to put too much on film against Ohio State. So there you have it. Michigan wins its 1,000th game in school history. All right, some other things I want to get to here. And again, if you want to comment, I'll hit the comments since we're live here on a Saturday night. I'll get to those in the next segment. Keep them coming. I see they're starting to trickle in right now. Also, Iowa, they win 15 to 13. They actually need a late touchdown against Illinois to win the ball game, made a defensive stand at the end, and they clinched the West Division. And so Iowa will take on the winner of Michigan and Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship. Now, we talk a lot about Iowa football here on this podcast because they have so many problems. They have so many injuries. They have no offense to speak of. 
Brian Ferentz, the offensive coordinator, son of Kirk Ferentz, the head coach. He's already been told he's not coming back next year. And it's been a rough, long year. They even lose Cooper DeGene this week in Wednesday's practice. He was their best remaining player. And that atmosphere was electric at Kinnick Stadium with everything that was on the line. And I, I think I think people were really frustrated at the beginning of the year with Iowa football, with where they're playing. But I think about midway through the season, something has happened. I think the fans are embracing it. Yeah, we're Iowa. We're not going to score any points, and we're still going to beat you. That's how they roll. 15-13. Uh, By the way, the game, 15-13, hit the under again. I told you in pigskin picks. I think Vegas had it 30-30 and a half. Take the under. Take the always take the under with Iowa Hawkeye football games. Uh, and another defensive bound. By the way, did you see the super cool moment if you're watching that game? Crowd's going nuts. It's evident that Iowa's going to win the game. And a lot of the offensive players came over and give Brian Ferentz, the offensive coordinator, a big old hug. Uh, you know, he's been so beleaguered all season long. They finally accomplished this. They get the West title. And then one of the players were done. Brian Ferentz turns around. There's his old man, Kirk Ferentz, right behind him, just looking at him as proud as can be. Shake. They start off with a handshake. It turned into a big hug. I thought it was a cool moment. I don't think they stayed on it long enough on the TV broadcast, but it was uh, it was one of those great moments that you love to see. Uh, so now, again, they'll take on the winner of the Ohio State-Michigan game next week and um, play for a Big Ten championship. They're certainly going to be undermanned. And that's in two weeks, I should say, uh, the Big Ten Championship in two weeks. We still have rivalry week to get through here this uh, this next weekend. So, and, you know, another fun fact with Iowa, they started out the game with a safety. 2 nothing, 2 nothing. typical Iowa game all the way through. They did have some offense, though, with Caleb Johnson running for that 30-yard touchdown about four or five minutes to go in the game to give them that lead. And then they hold on. 9-2, and two, Iowa. Hey, go back to all of our Lockdown Big Ten podcasts. If you're new to us and you're just discovering us, a couple of notes. I took over this channel back in late June, early July. We had about uh, 1,200 subscribers. We're pushing 5,000 right now. Think, by the way, if you haven't done so, please subscribe right now. That really helps us out. But uh, we did a, one of our first shows. We did a feature on Iowa football, and we looked at their schedule, and we said, you know what? This team could be special. They, they could win. 9, 10, 11 games. Go back and look. Back from July. It's proof. And um, I think a lot of people enjoy that podcast, and now it's coming to fruition. So um, now the bad news for Illinois, they take another loss here, and they still need to get a win next week to become bowl eligible. So we'll keep an eye on the fighting Illini, and we'll look ahead at next week and who they have to play and what they have to do. Uh, keep the comments coming in here live on YouTube. We'll get to all those. We will take a look around the rest of the Big Ten as well. Uh, we have another team that became bowl eligible, and we haven't talked about the Ohio State Buckeyes, who are on cruise control right now. All that coming up in a minute on our live version here on a Saturday night on Locked On Big Ten. So let me tell you about prize picks. Prize picks is cool. It's fun. It is daily fantasy sports. And what you do is you go and you grab some players, um, two to six players, and you put some stats with them. And you say they'll do more than those stats or less than those stats. And you can even combine sports, football players and basketball players. For example, you could take LeBron James in tomorrow night's Laker game, say LeBron over 20 points and say Justin Fields, the quarterback for the Bears, who's back into the lineup after an injury going against the Lions. 
on Sunday and say Justin Fields more than one rushing touchdown. And you pair that LeBron and Justin Fields. And if you if it's over on both of them more than you win, you win. You can press all your friends with all of this as well. And it is very easy to do. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use the code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use the code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, so let's get to the rest of these games in the Big Ten. And I also want to thank you everydayers who always uh, check out Lockdown Big Ten, especially you everydayers. And if you're new to us, if you just discovered us here on a Saturday night when we're going live, we go live, we uh, we have these podcasts every weekday, Monday through Friday. And there's an audio-only version. It's out as soon as uh, 4, 4 o'clock in the morning. And you can wa- listen to it anytime. And with the video version, comes out about 6 a.m. every morning. It's there. And if you subscribe right now, it'll be available for you, waiting for you, as soon as you check your phone or your device. And uh, we re- really would appreciate that. Let me hit a couple of comments here first before we get looking into these games. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jeffrey, uh, Jeffrey S checking in. It was not a pretty win, but it's a win and we'll take it. Go blue Dominique. I think Maryland's offensive coordinator had his, uh, fingerprint on that game plan. Uh, Dave, Dave said, you know, um, you know what you call a one point win? You call it a win. Yeah. Maybe, uh, of course, uh, maybe it was some of the Hawkeyes with the two point win there. So, um, anyway, I appreciate the comments. Keep them coming. We'll hit a few more here before we leave the airwaves of the internet here tonight. In the meantime, let's talk about some of these other ones. Um, Ohio State, 37-3 to over Minnesota. Minnesota's got a late field goal here. Yeah, it was a little bit of a punching around and feel each other out game. A slow first half a little bit for Ohio State, but an easy win at that at 37-3. to and Kyle McCord, 212 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Travion Henderson, he just he looks so good. Travion Henderson, fantastic running back. 146 yards, two touchdowns. Had that 75-yard run in the third quarter to open things up. Marvin Harrison, a light day, three catches, 30 yards, a couple of touchdowns. They rested him. You know the Buckeyes rested a lot of players in this game, getting ready for Michigan. Emeka Egbuka, good to see him healthy. He had missed a chunk of games this year. He gets in there for five catches and 83 yards. The defense had an interception. The defense had a fumble recovery. So all is good for the Buckeyes, and that means the undefeated Buckeyes take on the undefeated Wolverines for the big game on uh, Saturday that everybody is looking forward to. Uh, I can't wait. Oh, side note here. We will go live Saturday. This is in addition to our weekday lineup. Saturday, next Saturday after Thanksgiving, we will go live on Lockdown Big Ten here on YouTube, just like we are right now, as soon as the Ohio State-Michigan game is over. So 3-3-30, that's a 12 o'clock kickoff. So we'll go live then and uh, look forward to hearing from you. That's the big one. The whole season is just kind of funneled through right to that game. So um, we'll look forward to... uh, having you with us then let's see uh elsewhere northwestern congratulations they beat purdue today 23 to 15 the big story here of course 
David Braun was the interim coach. You know how he came in as a defensive coordinator to help out Pat Fitzgerald and the hazing scandal hits. Fitzgerald gets fired. Nobody knows what's going on. They give the job to David Braun as an interim head coach. This week, they removed the interim tag from his coaching title, made him the head coach, and then today gets the sick. This team had one win last year. I think they had three the year before. So he absolutely deserved it. We've been calling for it here on Lockdown Big Ten for about three or four weeks for Northwestern to do the right thing and make him their head coach. So they did. They get the win. Northwestern beats Purdue today, 23-15, and they're going bowling. Bowl eligible. Cam Porter, two touchdowns today. Uh, Ben Bryant, Cam Johnson, a 52-yard touchdown late in the game. By the way, Purdue quarterback Hudson Card, a late scratch from this one. Ryan Brown came in, but he threw two interceptions. All right, another interesting game I told you about. So Penn State, they ended up beating Rutgers today 27-6. to You know, this was 10-6 to at the half. Now, if you go back again and listen to any of our podcasts or watch our podcasts, and by the way, if you're new to us, go back and check them out. It's the ones right before this one. We talked about how maybe Penn State might start out slow in this football game, even though they're a much better team than Rutgers. But I made the point. I said that Penn State, a couple of weeks ago, had the devastating loss to Ohio State. And then the next week, they came out flat, and they almost got beat by Indiana at home. So they this is a team that has hangovers. And last week they had a disappointing loss to Michigan and kind of the air came out of the, their sails a little bit. And I said, watch the first half of this game. It's going to be tight. They're going to be slow to start. And it was 10 to six. So we got that one, right. Even though they pulled away in the second half and won 27 to six other interesting sidelines with the story, of course, in addition to that, um, drew Aller took a shot to the shoulder and uh, that was in the second, early in the second half, I believe. And he didn't play uh, the rest of the game. And this is all in a week in which they fired their offensive coordinator. So new offensive coordinator, starting quarterback is out. It was a tough day for Penn State. Katron Allen helped save the day here, rushed for 69 yards and a couple of touchdowns. And Rutgers helped him out a little bit. Rutgers had three turnovers at Penn State, turned into 17 points. And that was largely the difference of the football game there. And also, uh, Penn State has beat Rutgers now 17 straight times. So Rutgers doesn't want to see any more of Penn State. That's for sure. The other game in the Big Ten, Michigan State beats Indiana in Bloomington 24-21. Caten uh, Hauser, he found Malik Carr on a 36-yard touchdown strike with just a minute 19 to go to take the lead. And then IU gets the ball back, and they miss a 49-yard field goal at the horn, trying to tie it, send it into overtime. And uh, Michigan State gets the win and their first win, uh, road win of the season. So uh, congratulations to them. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, we'll come back and read some more of your comments. Uh, in fact, let's do that right now. Let me take a peek at a couple of them coming in. Let's see what's up here. Uh, Dominique checking in. Uh, Iowa will be known as the last champion of the Big Ten West. Yes, they will. That is a good point. Getting rid of divisions next year once – we add the four teams from the Pac-12, and it's just going to be a free-for-all, no divisions, and the top two teams will play for the Big Ten Championship. So, um, anyway, uh, he also said we can confirm Connor Stallions was not on Maryland's sideline. That's funny. That's funny. Connor Stallions, of course, the guy in the middle of the Spygate situation with the Michigan Wolverines. So, uh, anyway. 
that uh, was a humongous story the past couple of weeks. And then at the last minute now this week, uh, Harbaugh, it has been determined, will serve the full three-game suspension. The Big Ten will drop its investigation for now. Don't forget, the NCAA investigation is still going on on the matter, so we'll see what happens there. But Jim Harbaugh will not be on the sideline for the game against Ohio State next week. But he will be if they make it to the Big Ten championship. And he will be for any bowl game and if he makes for the college football playoffs. Okay. We will take our first look at rivalry week. It is here. Interesting comment by Urban Meyer earlier today about rivalry week. I will share that with you in one minute right here on a live version of Locked On Big Ten. It is also time for our Game Changer of the Week, brought to you by Athletic Brewing Company. It's got to be Harbaugh, right? I mean, he's uh, he's out. He's the big story. That is a game changer. Michigan winning without him. That's the big story. Athletic Brewing has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good. They win contests around the world, taste contests, going head-to-head with beers with alcohol in them as well. Athletic Brewing Company, again, just changing absolutely everything. They're fit for all times. I have some right here. Well, it's Saturday night, right? Got to have a little, little beer nearby. Uh, but that's what uh, that's one of them looks like. Fantastic taste. Fit for all times, of course. You can drink them anytime, anywhere. Make any activity more enjoyable, like watching the game, watching your kids' games. No alcohol. You can drink it anytime. Working around the house. No hangovers ever. And you can find Athletic in-store, online, or bars around the country. So here's what you can do. You can go to athleticbrewing.com. First-time customers can use the code LOCKEDON and get 15% off your first online order. That's the code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at checkout for 15% off at athleticbrewing.com. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. So as we go live here and are live here on a set, don't forget, again, I want to remind you, we'll go live next week, a little earlier in the day, right after the Ohio State-Michigan game. We'll go live, it'll be about 3 or 3.30. As soon as that's a wrap, we're on, we're going to talk about it. And uh, all the other games for Rivalry Week as well, which we will take a look at right here. And... um Got a couple thoughts on some of these as well. So I was watching Urban Meyer today. By the way, we're going to keep an eye on him, see if he gets named a head coach. A few, few interesting job openings across the country. We'll see if he's interested in any of those. But he said, you know what? Um, when he was coaching Ohio State for Rivalry Week, as soon as the game would end the weekend before, like today, he wouldn't even look at the tape, wouldn't break down game film, nothing. Uh, he said from that point on, it was all about getting ready for Michigan. He also would tell his kids no pads this week. They've had their last padded practice of the year. He said the next time you hit somebody, they're going to be wearing maize and blue. So that's how he prepares for this big week. I don't know if Ryan Day still does that. I don't know if Jim Harbaugh will have that approach. But uh, Rivalry Week kicks off actually on Friday. All right. There's uh, Iowa, which is now going to be in the Big Ten Championship game the following week. They're going to take on Nebraska and close out the season. Black Friday, day after Thanksgiving, 12 o'clock on CBS. And then Penn State is at Michigan State. Actually, that's at Ford Field in Detroit. 
So Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State occasionally gives Penn State some problems. So even though Michigan State's had a tough year, we'll see how that plays out. Penn State uh, taking on Michigan State, 7.30 NBC Friday, Black Friday after Thanksgiving. That will be at Ford Field. Then Saturday, the big game. Ohio State undefeated, Michigan undefeated at the big house, 12 o'clock. That'll be on Fox. And the winner will uh, represent the Big Ten East in the Big Ten Championship and take on Iowa. So that's what's online there. And again, no Jim Harbaugh on that one. Indiana is at Purdue uh, for the old Oak and Bucket. That is at 12 o'clock on the Big Ten Network. Northwestern, which we know is going bowling, taking on an Illinois team that needs one more win to become bowl eligible. That is 3.30 on the Big Ten Network. Wisconsin is at Minnesota. Uh, depending on how things go tonight, uh, Wisconsin is trailing. They just started the second half against uh, Nebraska. Both Nebraska and Wisconsin need a win to become bowl eligible. One of them will get it tonight. One of them will need it next week in the last game. But Wisconsin's at Minnesota, 3.30 on FS1. And then Maryland takes on Rutgers at 3.30 on the Big Ten Network. And then that's it. That's it for the regular season. We'll have the Big Ten Championship and, of course, bowl season. Okay. Uh, we mentioned many times we're going live uh, next Saturday, uh, about 3.30 or so, right after the Big Ten, uh, the uh, Ohio State-Michigan uh, game is over. You everydayers out there, thank you for checking out. You know we're on every day. Monday through Friday, uh, we'll be there again as early as four o'clock on the audio podcast, four in the morning, 6 a.m. with the video. And uh, we will be off Thanksgiving Day, but we'll we'll have one Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then again on Friday and then live on Saturday. So um, I do want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving as well. In the meantime, many ways for you to get in touch with me. You can hit me up on Twitter or X at Talk Big Ten. That's number 10, Talk Big Ten. Also, our website, talkbig10.com. That's the number 10. And also uh, comments uh, here on YouTube. I know we did some live ones here today, but uh, throughout the week, you guys hit me up all the time. I always appreciate that as well. Whether you've um, an everyday, whether you're an everydayer or you're brand new, please feel free to subscribe down below. Just click it. It's free. It doesn't cost anything, but it really helps us out. If you've just discovered us here tonight, uh, please subscribe. And follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Locked On Big Ten as soon as it becomes available each and every day. Locked On has also launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's called Locked On Sports Today, and it's here 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every single league like us. Uh, go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to that as well, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. In the meantime, have yourself a great day, great rest of the weekend. Thank you so much for checking us out. We always appreciate it. Really enjoyed the games today. We'll catch you next time. I'm Craig Scheman for Locked On Big Ten.